I mean, to my credit, it wasn't worse than the first one. I still think it was better. You can't one. tell me you can't tell me otherwise. Who what? You can't. It's it's the definitive Carnage movie. Oh, <laughs> it's the definitive Venom movie. It is worse than the first. It's the best Venom we've had in the cinematic universe. No. I don't. I don't want. It's, why are you bringing this back? Why are we? Why are we talking, I'm, I'm. I'm just getting getting mad. I want to give us. I we have to bottle cap a trilogy of a movie that doesn't deserve a trilogy, but we'll probably get a trilogy. So I feel like if, I if we talk about it here and I end it, that we don't have to ever talk about Venom again. I don't. Until I don't we talk it. about the best version of Venom, which we finally figured out which was. Yeah. Damn it, serious. Yeah. It's great. Totally. Um, size-wise, huge origins, anger, yeah. and not constantly trying to eat brains. I mean, a chocolate, <laughs> a chocolate. <laughs> you know, and he, he talks about chocolate. Doesn't eat chocolate the whole movie. Where's chocolate? <laughs> I, I hate and it. That would and that would have been a perfect um, endorsement to do like a venom chocolate bar. It would have been. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Because we talked about, like, either we talked about that in our pitch or the first Venom. We'll just talk about, like, the, the run out and, like, the marketing. And they had some cool stuff. Like, there's Venom energy drink. But the second one, they're like, nah. There's not even, like, Woody Harrelson wigs. I would have, come on. They should have got, like, they should have got, like, an endorsement on Mars bars or something. Because Venom Just on the Mars packaging. They, they don't need to make an, a whole Venom bar. It's just Mars with the Venom picture on it. Because it likes chocolate. Why Mars though? It's like the least amount of chocolate in the chocolate bar. This is my favorite. So is it uh, personal? Yeah, it's I got personal there. I got personal. Well, Venom, let there be carnage is fairly personal. It's also fairly shit. <laughs> so <laughs> back at it again. <laughs> like we like we never left. Coke and dank, dank and coke. This is we are Venoms. Hey. I'm talking about Venom, though. Hey, Zank. Hey. Why can't drummers come back from retirement? Why can't drummers come back from retirement? Because there will be repercussions. I wonder why you didn't choose to make a spider pun joke, though. Couldn't find one. Really? More like, I go, let me back up and rephrase that. I didn't look for one. <laughs> I just really wanted to use the percussion. All right, because you didn't think we we're going to have a drum episode at some point? Probably not. Unless we do like, what's that Nick Cannon movie? A drum line? Unless drum we, line. we're going to bottle cap some drum line. I mean, we could if you wanted to. I, I don't want to. No, I do not want to.
I would hate to, actually. Why would you? You wouldn't hate to. I don't like Nick Cannon. I told you Nick Cannon hilarious. Hey, Coke. Hey, Dank. What does a spider inside your ear do? What? Make your head spin. Oh, these aren't good at all. No, that's not. See, you, <laughs> you, that's a basic. That's a very basic dad joke. That's that's not even a pun. That's just a. Uh, <laughs> these repercussions uh, is a. Okay, this is my last one, and then we'll actually do what we are intended to do, maybe, uh-huh. or we'll just keep doing this for like another two hours. We can just do this for like three hours. I'll, yeah, it makes me happy. It's a list of like fifty. It brings me joy. Hey, Coke. Hey, Dank. Knock, 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 knock. Knock, 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 knock. Time knocking? Yeah, I yeah, I thought okay. I didn't say they were gonna be good, but it wasn't hard to find. Knock knock jugs are not they're not winners, man. Uh, All right, I'll give one more because we're doing a trilogy. Mm -hmm. Sure. What's another name for a Spider-Man trilogy? I don't know. A web series. What? See, that's, that's not bad. That was not that. That was not that bad. It wasn't funny. None of these are funny. <laughs> none of them are funny, but at least that one was like, okay, they tried. I'll, I'll laugh when I re-listen to this, but none of these are funny. <laughs> not not one. Not a single one. No. No. Mine, mine, was, mine was okay. Uh, I mean, you're biased. I don't. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Just give, give me my flowers. <laughs> not everyone deserves to get flowers because they say give just, me my flowers i just want i just want to say it one time <laughs> we'll do something worth getting flowers and then i'll be like All yeah right. like saying like saying that dad joke that was good no. repercussions no can we do another mexican one i love those the best because i well i'll set i'll set it up and you're always like oh shoot what is this? and then they end up being harmless harmless <laughs> Yeah, I think you're going to go South Park with it, and then you end up going... No, and then it's like... What do you call... What do you call four Mexicans in quicksand? Cuatro Cinco? That was like, ah! Yeah, you yeah. Your best one is the Thor one. But we're not talking Thor. That was off the... That one was... That's a long time ago. So you got you to gotta bring your A game for those kinds of things. That was... That was that was just on the spot. See, that was who. That's like I'm flowing from San Francisco. Boy, are my arms tired? That type of thing. That was just. It was better than that. <laughs> no, but that's a classic though. Now that's is that, it? that one. That Thor joke is now a lethal weapons con patrol classic. It's been that it long. It's been like you. You could get a flower for that. I'll give you a, a rose petal for that. I'll take that. I just want one flower. or a thorn. Like whatever. Yeah, a thorn. Maybe that, maybe that, maybe the actual with the petals. Kiss from a rose. Kiss from a rose. I was just gonna say, <laughs> be, be my seal. Just, you don't have to fuck your face up. Just be my seal, man. I'm already cussing like crazy. You drop your f bomb. You I get did. one per show. Early, early. Um, we, we we started talking about the stuff we're gonna talk about. Spider Man. We're talking a lot of Spider Man. The silver Spider-Man. screen, silver screen. It's silver screen, right? Silver screen Spider Man. Who is? There's been a few of them. There's been three. So far, there probably be more. You think? And we thought with the big movie coming out, who's the best one? Are you Which, plug the movie or I can't remember what it's called. Uh far from no not far from no way home. I <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home. 
There you go. Coming out very. They're soon. completing a trilogy. Wasn't yeah. That? Yeah. Which is a hard thing to do for Spider-Man uh, movies. Yeah, because one's Tip- terrible and the other one didn't happen. So this will be the first Spider-Man three that we're actually going to get that could be and good. Argu- could be fingers crossed. And arguably, trilogies are the hardest. The third of the trilogy is usually the hardest movie to pull off. Although, so. if if they follow the MCU blueprint, the third movie of a trilogy always goes into a brand new direction. Civil War, Correct. Iron Man three. Correct. Uh, what was the other one? Avengers Thor Ragnarok. Three. Yeah, Avengers three. Avengers three. Iron Man three. Iron Man three. Well, it changed. It changes the whole. It flipped itself. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Not really, but kind of. I mean, Cheng Chi helped flip that. So, Cheng Chi. Oh yeah, recover that 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 Trevor twist. Trevor's gone too, right? Like the. Can get him back. Actors cost money. You need money to get Sir King. I still can't believe Ben Kingsley did that. I mean, I guess it was fun for him. Anyways. Best Spider-Man. We want to know. And this is this is completely this is completely unbiased. We, <laughs> you're going, eh. For those that can't see it, you're going, eh, there, there's man. some bias. There's a bit of bias, but well, let's let's be honest. We both came in to this with our favorites and and what we remembered from these franchises long before rewatching it. It only took us rewatching it to realize, oh, well, like we missed a lot of like good stuff that happened. In all three franchises, yeah. and we missed a lot of stuff that we were just blind to. It's funny and let, and let slide over all three franchises. Yeah, it's funny because we 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 rewatched all the um the first ones. So Spider Man Homecoming, Spider Man two thousand and two, or yeah two thousand two thousand and two, uh, and Spider Man Amazing Spider Man. We watched we watched two thousand and twelve two thousand twelve. So so that two thousand two thousand twelve and two thousand seventeen twenty seventeen yeah. Even in Homecoming, there was things that changed a bit for me like in all three of them it's like i know uh, this the raimi one for example it's better than i remember i liked it more than i remember the the amazing spider-man i liked it less than i remember and home things homecoming i just i like the same but there's different things i appreciate it on the rewatch this far this far in five years left four years later and we'll be jumping around. So if you hear us call out directors, that's typically the franchise that we're doing. So Spider-Man 2002 is Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. Um, the Amazing Spider-Man 2012 is Mark Webb. And Spider-Man Homecoming is John Watts. So right. if you hear Watts, Raimi, or Webb, that's where we're going. Because we're going to be saying Spider-Man constantly. And for us to kind of like keep tabs on that, either you've seen them already or you have the greatest binging experience that you could ever want right now. Cause they're all, I think still available on Netflix, which is insane. They're on Netflix. Yeah. They're not on Disney plus. That's, that's the interesting thing, which is they're on Netflix. I watched them all on Netflix. Correct. Same did I, same so, did I, same did I, that, same did I. That's pretty slick. I like that. As did I No, Same did I. Same did I. We are. So before we get into the categories, we can just talk about them individually loose, for a bit, sure. loosely for a bit. So start with the, the first one, Ramey. 28-year-old high school students. Right <laughs> out the right out the right out the gate. That's what you're gonna do. They're all playing 18-year-olds. They did I like I thought this was college or something, because they were just like five o'clock shadows, 
big burly like i mean it's got james franco toby mcguire kristen dunst and the rare cameo from joe megalignano you can say the name if if you if you are playing flash right and all these guys obviously look like adults the saving grace was at least they were playing 18 year olds transitioning into college so like you can kind of give them a pass like Mm -hmm. they're not playing teenagers quote unquote they're playing like all right we're moving on to college um oh yeah they old (laughs) (laughs) old (laughs) af yeah yeah for me in this one defoe and simmons so william defoe and jk simmons they carry this movie the two of them performance wise okay because that's that's just that's i i'm not a big fan of of uh toby as spider-man he he start he's good in this one and he's good yeah he's He's good good i will always argue toby mcguire he's my first hopefully he's my last he's my everything He's all right as like the the beginning part of Spider-Man. I didn't believe him as like a confident Spider-Man. I mean, it's just the voice behind the mask because he always sounds like he's whining when he speaks. But he didn't really do it for me in that sense. But like, he's got a good Peter. He doesn't have a strong. Yeah, that's what I was. Spidey. And to your credit, both Defoe and Simmons understand what movie they're in. Like JK, you're getting all the comedy and maybe the definitive J. Jonah Jameson. That's why we're getting him back for the the trilogy of uh watts and defoe is like the greatest villain he knows he's in like this basically stage play you were saying like it it plays up kind of like this extra sort of universe like it's not really new york even though they're using new york yeah we were were texting about it that's what i like it's that's kind of what struck me is that it it feels like not a real city it feels like like they're on sets you can tell that they're on sets and so it kind of makes it feel like a play which isn't a bad thing but it gives a different feel to it it's uh and willem willem defoe is just like theater like it's just like the yes. scenes scenes where he's talking in the mirror and stuff i'm like this guy i will watch this guy all day like just like talk to himself and like a not an unintentional villain but like basically just took drugs and was like all right i'm gonna be bad now and i was like all right yeah. cool like spider-man's kind of had this like god complex like he's doing things that are way above his pay grade so fast and like everything seemed like earth shattering that you don't get that escalation from hey i was just a student chasing the bus down to oh like i battle sinister six villains green goblins and try and save essentially the world like they say new york but it always seems like he's trying to save the world there's the there's a there's a there's a Streamline between all three movies that we didn't add into the categories, but one that I just I just thought of right now is that um, Peter's powers, his freakish strength in this one and speed don't even seem like that big of a deal. Like they're kind of forgotten. Like he's doing like full triple backflips and stuff in the middle of the hallway, right. and they're kind of like, oh, that was cool, and then it's forgotten. Like that's kind of that's a big deal. If, yeah. If the nerd, if like the the resident geek and weakling is now just like boxing around. <laughs> Well, the jock, do, right? Like doing head flips and like the fact that the lunchroom is always crowded with students and the amount of things that Peter is doing in there that someone would notice, like that guy's different. Yeah, and yeah. Nobody notices that. Yeah. It's super weird. But again, you that's the thing about Raimi. Like he builds a world and then you just, you just get lost into it. So you're like, you forgive a lot of things that if you didn't have a comic book podcast, you wouldn't pay attention to. But now that you go back, you're like, oh, like that, you you should have done that. Like, that's like, 
come on. Like amazing reflexes. The fact that he caught everything on the um, cafeteria tray and Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. But if I was sitting next to him, I'd be like, what the fuck are you smoking, bro? Like, oh, he's my F-bomb. Damn. <laughs> And it's it's funny how the streamline between all the movies is different, like for that sense. Because I mean, in the Amazing Spider-Man, uh, in in Webs, this guy's using his powers all the time. Yes, I know. We'll we'll get into that more, but I mean, he's knocking Deeper. over like football, like football beams, and like he's just, like he's just doing everything. I'm like, <laughs> how is nobody noticing this? <laughs> this guy's a freak of nature. He's doing nobody notices it. It's insane how much he's like the basketball stuff. Yeah, just no, like, nobody picked up that up. Slam dunk the funk. I'm like, what is like, who is this guy? Don't Where, get me started on on webs because I want to talk specifically yeah, well, about the basketball and like him diving horizontally. Yeah, to make a slam dunk. I'm like, so you defy the laws of physics, and everyone's just like, this is cool. Whatever. And then you go look at like at Watts, and he like, I don't think he ever does. Kind of, he doesn't really show off his powers like that. So there's a difference in all three movies that I found really interesting with the with Peter's powers is that. And maybe it's a time jump for 15 years difference. Cause I mean, 2002 people didn't have all their phones out and everything. Whereas no. like nowadays in 2017 or not nowadays, but in 2017, it'd be like, Oh my God, he's doing this flip. Let's, you know. Get and I'm going to be honest. We were dumber in 2002. Clearly. Two years ago, we thought the world was going to end because of a computer virus was going to shut us. Down. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. right. Y2K just happened. And we're coming out of X-Men and we thought X-Men was the definitive superhero movie yeah so it's a different time so that's that's why it's kind of hard to be too hard on that on on Raimi's movie because it's, it's a bit of a time capsule to your credit though um you said it and i had to like i went back and watched the trailers to see like the tone while Raimi's is really fun it's not funny not at all. like jk's funny uh bill nunn is funny um what's her name that plays Betty Brandt? Elizabeth Banks is funny. Um, Bruce Campbell is funny, but Peter's not funny. And Peter's supposed to have, at the very least, this level of, or this chip on the shoulder that when I'm Peter, like people don't take me seriously, but when I'm Spider-Man, I'm hilarious because I get to have all of this fun that I never got to have before. See, and that's one thing that's bugged me, even back in 2002, like my, like ever since the movie existence, everybody's been like, oh, this movie's so great. I'm like, yeah, it is, but it's not really Spider-Man. And you could argue that none of these movies are really Spider-Man, but the, the thing is that Spider-Man's like part of what, because he's one of our favorites, right? Every, I think every kid at one point, his favorite superhero is Spider-Man because he's just so relatable. He's But it's the quips. He's always talking smack. Right. And he's always trying to be funny, even in like times of, you know, tra- of not tragedy, but times of crisis. And duress, yeah. And duress. But in this one, he's, he says two jokes. I even wrote down his first quip. That's a nice suit. <laughs> Did your husband make it for you? That's not going to fly in 2021. <laughs> I mean, the, depending on where you put the tone in that, yeah, that's just right. an honest question. Yeah. Did, your, did your husband make that for you? Yeah. Actually, the, they made it for me, or whatever pronoun you have to use now. There'd be a quip about pronouns. Yeah. But he's talking Randy Savage. Which is, yeah. <laughs> this movie has Randy Savage in it. Yeah. yeah. Bonesa. Bonesa. I did like the the inclusion of the street videos. I love that right. stuff, like the Boondock Saints kind of thing. You know, it's oh yeah, he's a menace. Oh yeah, Spider Man's doing good, man. Like I love that in movies the, in general. The amazing cameos in that. So you get Octavia Spencer, yeah. 
in this. You get um, Lucy Lawless Lucy is in this. Lawless, Jim that... Norton is in this. Just doing like quick. So like this was a big thing. Like 2002, mm. there's like we're making a Spider-Man, and the world rejoiced, regardless of what we got. We were still happy with the fact that this was coming to the big screen, right? Like that's why you get all those cinematic moments where, um, of like propaganda, where like. Spider-Man's posted up on a flagpole and it's always the American flag. Like this was the, this was the shining star to be like, oh yeah, America, America. And all of us kind of like ate that up. But this movie's definitely filmed in like a very orange tinge and like perfect light kind of thing. So it's like, it's almost so surreal, which is why like Defoe is perfect. in like Defoe is the only one that kind of under, Defoe and Simmons are the only ones yeah. that understood the assignment. Right, like they're the best cast in the wrong movie, and then yeah. the the right casted in the right movie. Because they but own their, they own their characters, like it was like. Yes. Well, well, that's the thing. Like now, I only hear J. Jonah Jameson's. Anytime I see him in a comic, I only hear it through J.K. Simmons' voice. Like he created that voice for Jonah. I don't know what he was supposed to sound like in comics, but like like that now. <laughs> <laughs> and just like he knew how to like chop it up and like short short sentences and like the fact that that became a meme like just jay joma uh like uh reacting to things like that was part of our childhood it was just like this is the guy i don't know who he is but this is the guy he's a he's a dick but he's like charming like he's there's something about him that you can tell he's got like a heart but he's just got such a he's such he's a sell the papers yeah he's a capitalist Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, like Spider Man is my worst enemy. Yeah, he kind of led the whole TMZ fad. That's good. Like, it doesn't yeah. ma- it doesn't matter if they're right or wrong. We just want that news, right? So we'll spin it. Like he's been selling headlines for most of his career, and now he's got someone that he can always said help sell headlines to, and that's Spider Man. So like, I they also have, they also have like the that this is a kind of a constant in Raimi movies, but it. it it's it's hokey but it i don't know it kind of works is when like the new york citizens help spider-man in times of crisis like oh like he's trying to say like at the end when he's trying to save the 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 train cart of kids and mj and green gum is about to like just blast him and they start throwing things like what are you doing man leave him alone he's just trying to save a bunch of kids in new york yeah yeah you get the whole you're in new york you mess with one of us you mess with all of us and it's like oh okay like it's it's hokey but it's like again it works because they understand what movie they're in yeah if you didn't think this movie was a time capsule um macy gray has a cameo it's like that's all right so you know where you're at and i'm sure there's somebody out there who has no idea who macy gray is she was huge back then she was distinctive voice right so like there's all these little things that for anyone that was around that time take you back but anyone new is just like this doesn't make sense which is part of its charm I think also um, Remy was the best at giving us a different look at Peter turning into Spider-Man. Like we lost, at least got a before and after a day and night. Mm-hmm. We saw who he was before and then we saw who he was after. I'm not sure the other movies were strong enough with giving us a definition between the two versions of Peter, let alone if we ever get to do the sequels of kind of understanding the pitfalls of being these two guys, right? So I got to give him strength for that. Like he definitely played up the glasses and then took off the glasses, slicked the hair back. And then dude got jacked, like jacked. This this is the biggest Spider-Man that you're going to see thus far. 
He got cut. I don't know how tall these guys are either, but he must be in the middle, right? I'm assuming Holland's the shortest and, and Garfield's yeah. the tallest. But Garfield's definitely tallest with that hair extension. With that, that, <laughs> that long neck. Looking like Goku walking down the hallway. Speaking of Garfield, the amazing Spider-Man, he's like skateboarding Peter and his secret agent parents. He does not make sense. I remember when the movie first dropped and we were talking and stuff, you were so mad at the skateboarding. At the time, I was kind of like, who cares? Like, I, I think I was just, because I was so sick of Spider-Man 3, the Raimi Spider-Man 3, <laughs> that a new look. to get something new out. New look, I was like, I don't mind that. Going back and watching it again, I was, <laughs> it made me so mad. <laughs> I was like, why is he doing this? What is this? And, and this one, I will say these high school students look more like 23 than 28. Yeah. So we're going in the right direction. We're going in the right direction. We're not there yet, though. But. And Peter isn't as, as meek or as nerdy. Like, from, from the, out the gates, he's confident. He's cool. Yeah, he's like, hey, Flash, why don't you pick on somebody your own name? Leave that. Don't, don't leave him. I was like, oh, okay. Well, he's not different. even getting bullied. He's standing up for other kids yeah. getting bullied. Yeah. Just his attire. He's he was the cool one wearing the t-shirt, the hoodie, and then like the army jacket. I was like, all right, so like you're not even antisocial. Like, you're not even like geeky geeky. And he never had geek hair. That for me, if you don't have geek hair, have to comb over and just let it drop. Like it yeah. was already like. Yeah, it was already molded. And yeah, and upped, and I was like, "Well, who's not gonna buy into?" I I don't get the trope of Peter Parker being antisocial or like so against having friends. Like Peter himself is a charming dude. Like his level of intellect alone gravitates people to him. His humor, which would come off more when he's Spider Man, would also bring people to him. But when you cast kind of 20-something models, it's hard for me to buy into think that this guy's getting bullied in school. He could easily have played Flash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and like the, the whole the whole entire movie is kind of darker in tone. Like right from the jump. I don't I think because because it came out 2012, right? It came out um, just a few years after the success of Dark Knight. Right. In the same year as Dark Knight Rises. I think what they were trying to do was they were trying to go for Spider-Man meets, meets Nolan, Christopher Nolan type universe. So they made everything darker. It's darker. It's gloomier. The filters are darker. Everything is like Grounded. Peter Parker is more. Yep. He's a jerk in this. Like, I don't like, I don't know if it's because I'm older now and I have kids of my own, but I'm like, this guy, the way he's talking to his Aunt May and, and Uncle Ben, I'm like, this guy's a punk. <laughs> like, He's an ale. Yeah, they're just looking out for you, man. He's like, nah, forget you, but it's just. Like even when he's when he's helping the cops out, it's like this is how you repay me. But I was like, man, this is not. It's like this I'm is not simple. liking you right now. I, okay, so before I shit on it, because I plan to shit on this heavily, I think this is the best done genius level of Spider-Man. Thank you. I was that was Max. I was going to bring that up. Go ahead. Because they they give him great montages, and you get to see his level of intellect as he builds things and solves problems, and the best laboratory as well. Like. His whole origin is the best, I think, origin we've got to see because it's credible of, like, Oscorp is the one that's uh, genetically modifying spiders. He, he got lost on the tour. But, like, everything in that building looked like, okay, this is to the right level of the intellect that I expect from Peter. Um, but this is one of the most convoluted storylines that didn't have to be. The first mm -hmm. 10 minutes is talking about the secrets of his parents 
And what this storyline that they ended up cutting out at the end of the movie, or this yeah. was like the after credits that like, didn't really pay off and wasn't needed, right? Like this also had the best casted Uncle Ben, which was Martin Sheen. Yeah, Martin Sheen's greatness. And maybe the best Aunt May as Sally Fields. Like you just kept empathizing with those guys. So it's just like, they're looking out for this kid who kind of just got dropped in their lap, but he's kind of a dick. He's a little bit of an asshole. He's obviously going through something. But what killed me more than the skateboarding is they butchered with great power comes great responsibility. Oh my God. <laughs> they brutalized it. And that's the only thing you have to get right, really. There's like three things you have to get right. The suit. Why change that? That line. I don't know. The directors think like they, they got to make it their own. What was it? It was like, you know, and your dad used to say that, you know, with you're special. And if you're special, then you're responsible. And <laughs> if you're responsible, then that means you're a man. And it's like, what? I remember going on a rant telling you like, they butchered that and I was just pissed. I was like, I hate this movie. This is a terrible that was movie. The, that's that's one thing you just get in, in every single Spider-Man movie you should you need to have. If you're gonna bring that in, you have to have it, right? Like that. This may also be the best flash uh Thompson. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Good the short dude. shaved head dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well well size, a little bit of bully, but not fully that you can't that he can't make then a, he, then a then he turns a, then he turns around the end is like he's nice to well he finds supportive. out his, well, he finds out that his, his uncle died and he stops being a dick. Like, that's yeah. what you want from your bully to empathize with you. Yeah. But then Spider-Man's still kind of a dick. He's still a jerk. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's the point of this? And then, obviously, we're not giving credit to... Um, well, I don't really... I, I don't know what to do with Captain Stacy, played by Dennis Leary. That's a weird role and a weird casting yeah. for that role. And I like Dennis Leary. I like him. I think he's a, I think he's a better actor than people give him credit for. I don't think he's great, but I think he's I think he's he's, he's pretty good. But he's gonna say this. He was he, this. he cut his teeth playing maybe the best firefighter on TV, mm-hmm. arguably, and then went around to become like a uh, captain of police. So like anyone that's been hardcore rescue me fans be like, this is a sellout to that everything that you because one of the main villains on Rescue Me is the police, right? Yeah. So I guess this is a paycheck, but yeah. he, he doesn't seem like the authoritative, I'm in command, I'm in control. And do you, do you really think that, just to narrow down on a certain scene, do you really think that the girl you're after is going to make out with you on the balcony after you like cuss at her dad like that, like at dinner time? Um, that argument that they just keep going he's just being a yeah. jerk and i'm like man you just met this guy you're trying to impress this girl and you're just going at it with her dad i was like Shut here's the thing that up. just occurred to me right now he's playing the bad boy and mm. peter's never been the bad boy it doesn't fit but doesn't he takes fit. all the bad boy choices so like yes a girl will make out with me if she knows i'm the bad boy and she puts me in a situation where i get to show off i'm a bad boy she's like oh you're so hot you're like you're talking to my dad like that i'm like yeah make out with me babe yeah yeah Shut up, the kiss. Shut up, kisses. Okay, but he's still trying to be meek and like shy, and then and then admits that he's Spider Man because I don't know how that helps anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have this note here in my notes, and it just says, This guy loves telling people who he is. He loves, he tells everybody. This is the greatest movie. If you like looking at Andrew Garfield, he barely wears the He's all the time. mask all the time. It's gone. Boom. Boom. Tells and his hair is always perfect. So like that also annoyed me. 
He doesn't have uh, mask hair. It oh, every time he takes it up, it pops up. It's a perfect it's like, poof. It's a perfect poof every time, and like like the. Oh my god! It drives you like he's got this. When when Captain Stacy dies, his dying wish is for him to stay away from Gwen. This guy hate they hate each other, and he's like, "All right, I'll honor that by not going to his funeral." Yeah, that doesn't make that doesn't. He's like, "Why staying away from her?" And then he turns it around, and at the end, he's like, "I like I'm gonna break promises anyways." It's like, what the, what fuck? the point? What, yeah, what's like, the she, point? She will never forget. Even if you guys get married and have kids and grandkids, she will never forget that you never showed up to her father's funeral. funeral. Yeah. So I mean. And then she's like, oh, he told you to stay away, didn't I? I was like, no, you no, you <laughs> no. You don't know. Like, so there's so many I'm gonna say interesting choices that Garfield took on this character. We didn't get to talk about the lovely Emma Stone, who's she's 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 lovely. Very lovely. She's serviceable as Gwen Stacy, but I never think that Emma Stone is never not playing Emma Stone. So this just seemed like Emma Stone with in blonde, which is nice. She's adorable. She's adorable. Do you want to talk about um, how he uses his power so much, and everyone always sees that? Because yeah, all how like I said, <laughs> how many times is he going to use his powers in public? For me, the football field was just once that happened, I was like, this is egregious. I I can't. They're on the bleachers, yeah, dead center away from the football field. There's teams practicing. There's a marching band, and a loose. First of all, whoever the quarterback is, they got an arm. Because well, a loose. But they made all the way to the bleachers, right? So like, that's a golf arm, right? Like, golf can make that throw. Shout out to Jerry. (laughs) Golf. (laughs) (laughs) He throws it all the way at Andrew Garfield, who catches it or hits it. Yeah. He hits it, and it goes so far that it. Dense, the uprights, yeah, and I'm like, 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 it's played for comedy, but like, everyone's like, that's not funny. Like, I would look to see that happen, and then look to see where it came from, and be like, yeah. who's that guy? Yeah, well, watch that guy. That guy's somebody I should watch out for, right? Because cell phones are starting to pop up now. We're in 2012. Yeah, it, I, I don't know. And then, like, and then for the lizard stuff, I know his. Peter's intelligence is played up in this. Like you said, very well, too. From, so from Jump, you know he's very smart. Tobey yeah. Maguire just seemed like a nerd. Yeah. Um, he actually seems smart. And a bit of a perv. A bit of a perv, yeah. <laughs> taking pictures. Um, I was taking pictures. And watching Mary J next door. But In this one, he he just comes in, meets with Kurt Connors, and just one takes the problem they have with genetics. You, you don't believe that he was... Um, uh, what's Matt Damon in that Matt Damon movie where he Matt Damon's... Matt Damon. (laughs) (laughs) You're referencing the better movie, but I'm trying to think of a. You know, you know what movie I'm talking about. Reindeer games. No, no, it's not your fault. That's a Ben Affleck movie. Yeah, I was gonna say. It's not your fault. It's not your fault with um Robin Williams. Goodwill Uh, Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. There you go. He Goodwill Hunting. He just walks in, sees something on the wall, fixes it, and they're best friends based on that. Yeah, I'm like. So you're telling me like a team of scientists for years have been able to figure this out. Around, like these are PhDs around the, getting paid around the six figure incomes have lab assistants who have lab assistants who have lab assistants. This guy comes in off the street and goes, Oh, here's your problem. Done. He also comes off the street and shows up to um, Dr. Connor's house and is like, Hey man, like you knew my dad. Yeah. Red flag, yeah, red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. It's it's the strangest. It's such a weird. 
<laughs> Some of the things best, written best friends. Here, you get the internship. Like, right. like I was saying before, it feels like Webb just saw Raimi's movie and was like, let's copy that, but change some things. But like you changed the good things. Yes. Exactly. I didn't say change things for the better. I just said let's take that and change some I, things. I wish you did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's let's take did. a villain and make him talk to himself. And instead of a revenge plot, we're just going to make him want to turn everybody into lizards. Which is your favorite trope, because it turned into a big blue laser at the end of the movie. Big blue laser. It's, thank you for delivering that. That's how you know it's going to be a really good one. How much did you love Christ. New Yorkers who rallied around Spider-Man to turn their cranes oh, that's so right. he had yeah. enough swinging support to get to where the big problem was? I love how they were there. The perfect. They knew he was going to be struggling at that exact moment. Um, that's way worse like i was saying sam raimi's versions felt uplifting this one felt really cheap in, you mean you in, didn't like it where he's you didn't like it when he saved the little boy by taking off his mask and saying, yeah that's i mean this guy loves taking off his mask look at me buddy look at me it's like his first mode is take off the mask <laughs> i just appreciated how that van spontaneously combusted and turned into fire yeah do all three movies have a fire scene i know the first one ends on a fire scene which is great First one has the first the rainy, one has uh, that's the climax where they they battle in the in the, in the burning house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pretending to be an old woman, and you can see how much everyone was influenced by Matrix because he does all the Matrix moves and the slow motions yeah. and the high kicks. Homecoming doesn't really have a fire scene except unless you want to count the beach because the beach is kind of on fire. It's on fire. Yeah, there's explosion. So, so fire is necessary with spiders, which is kind of a fun trope that we figured out at the eleventh moment. Um, but his final battle is not great. Um, somebody gets murdered, and the villain redeems himself, mm-hmm. kind of. Nice suit, really nice suit. This is really cool. The, yeah, so I, I enjoyed the suit. We'll say something. This is, nice. this, is re- this is really cool. Um, he, built, he built web shooters. He I does. He does quit more in this than than Tony did. So you're gonna steal cars. Don't don't dress like a car thief, man. But it's like. Sometimes he's just being a jerk. I like we kept saying. So he's mostly a jerk. Which brings us to Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh the the dual intro is really cool where it connects Vulture's origins and Spidey to Civil War, right? Yes. That's cool. The Stark internship is a is a good constant cover for him. He's always got an excuse for things. The other two didn't really have that. They had to make things up on the spot. This one's kind of like, ah, it's a Stark internship. It's a Stark internship. Every time should we let the elephant out of the room now where Do homecoming it. has the largest and greatest cheat code? Yeah, I was just gonna get to that. But like okay, you say, you're building, you're building. I well, I was and I was gonna give it to you. Cause that's your that's your that Tony Starks is the true villain of the MCU. That's okay. True villain. You Listen, get, he's a he's an arms dealer. Your, are you gonna go on your cheat code rant? Well, he's a, he's an arms dealer. Th- this movie is amazing because it has the cheat code of the MCU. So a lot of things that a normal Spider-Man would have to handle on his own, this Peter, um, Watts Peter, gets to lean on Tony, including this includes the suit, the cover, um, the aliases, and just a general progression of the plot. Now, this may be more aligned to comics because Marvel was such a woven in tapestry of so many heroes and villains that are going on everywhere but it's hard to give it a pass because 
if we already love Tony, it's so much easier to love Spider-Man because they have that whole two dad thing going on right there. Yeah. And which is another parallel with Vulture, right? Like it's like a good dad, bad dad kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, This, if uh, we're talking about comics, he he was originally in the sixties, a teenager. That's, that's his whole thing. I remember Stan Lee co-signed this. He's kind of like, no, this is what Spider-Man's supposed to be. He's supposed to be a kid to start things out. And he's, we're not used to seeing him. Like, I know I'm not used to seeing him this reliant on others. I'm, because we grew up with the animated series and yeah. comic books and stuff from the and 90s. And he was an adult in the animated series. Yeah, he was like, more, he was, yeah. He was working he was, as an after job. He, he was, was literally in college, college stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He was post-secondary, literally. So it was, he was way more confident. So this was a little new for me, but I understand, like we've talked about off recording is like, it's a building, it's a stepping stone and a building block for what he should become because they just right. announced into the trilogy too, right? So It'll be six movies deep, plus all the Avengers stuff as well. So this building block. So ideally, you're building them into that version of Spider-Man that we know. And they make the drill. Like the whole suit is has the training wheels. um, Baby monitor, training wheels. Yeah, monitor in there, right? So literally telling the audience, like, he's not going to be what you think he is yet, but we're getting him on that road. Uh, Again, also shout outs to um, Webb's. Spider-Man, that POV stuff that he did with like Spider-Man and you're in the view of what Spider-Man slings around, all that stuff was great. A lot of his Spider-Man and Spider actions, like that animation. And webs. Webs. Okay. Sorry. Um, Top shelf stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Things that shined really shined. But coming back to Homecoming. This is also the easily easily the funniest movie of the three and but it doesn't the the, the humor doesn't yes makes it so much it's a very easy watch um the humor doesn't compromise the 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 tragedy in the story though too which i i because you know how i am i love funny movies but don't start making like when you meet the villain all of a sudden you're jokey jokey and like it just undercuts the tone and everything there's never that there's never when he meets vulture michael keaton who's fantastic in this yes there's never any like Oh well, the other guy webbed your foot, haha! Ha. And you, like, it's no, it's it's serious. It's hip. It's always funny with him and his friends, like at school, because that's high school's jokey, right? So they know when to be funny and when not to be. And I thought that was they, the tone is perfect here. Whereas in the other movies, I know Rainey's movie, it's not that funny, but it's enjoyable and it goes by quick. Webs, and you're laughing at things in it. Yeah, like J.K. J., like uh, uh, yeah. J. Jonah Jameson's hilarious, and all his scenes are just so funny. Whereas in webs, it feels like it takes forever. Like the first hour is a chore to get through. And it's like, oh my God, it never And it's not that much longer than the first one. And it's even shorter than this yes. one being homecoming. Yet it feels much longer. I mean, I definitely laughed when he got the date with Gwen and decided to go to a skate park and start doing skate tricks. And you're like, Yahoo! And swinging from chains. Yeah, that? yeah. Like what? What city is this? Is this, yeah. not, is this New York? I've never like really. You can chain and anyway. This one kind of understands. This one understands New York. This is the most lived in New York, and it feels like a city, not a set. And again, they went back to the neighborhood. They even set up the whole premise of Tony's like, "Don't do something I wouldn't do. Don't do something I wouldn't do." There's this little gray area right in the middle. That's where you play. And that's all you really need to know moving forward, right? Coming out of the other two cheat codes is they use a time jump of eight years. So back to your parallel, while Spider-Man is rising in his game, 
Vulture is definitely building his his army. Um, and they skip over the origin. They don't waste the time with that. Which, thankfully, because we've seen it done time and time again, a lot of fans were just happy with. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't need an origin. It's kind of like what they did with the Incredible Hulk. They, they, even, even more so, even quicker than that. Because I know in Incredible Hulk, they showed the origin for like five minutes during the intro, and that was that. And this one, it's kind of like, he was bitten. <laughs> yep. Well, it, it comes off maybe the best friend that Spider-Man finally gets is Ned. Yeah, he's the yeah. I agree. And then to true form as a high schooler who found out your best friend's a superhero, you have a million questions. So that mentor that man, uh montage, <laughs> that montage yeah. from class to class to class where he's just asking question, 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 question. That's your Perfect. origin. Yeah, that's your origin. Yeah. Perfect. He's like, I don't have the Spider Man. The Spider died. He's like, oh. But it is kind of cool. Do, 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 do you get webs from your butt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you spit? Do you spit venom? <laughs> <laughs> They know. Do you lay eggs? Oh, it was great. Um, I like how his whole thing is like he's he's trying to stop just petty crimes, yes, just to keep himself busy. Like, and it, like it's funny because it's not every day there's, there's stuff to do. So he'll be sleeping. He's like Spiderman, do a backflip. I know you like that scene. It's like, <laughs> or he's just like saving a bike, like or you know he, he sets the car alarm off and everybody gets mad at him. Right. right. It's funny stuff. What I and also I also appreciate. Just to jump to the villain side, no names are wasted. No, you got. I love nice comedy. I love that Toombs's crew. So Adrian Toombs's crew, uh, Herman Schultz is the shocker. Jackson Briggs is the second shocker. Right. Randy, yeah, they reverse it for this. Randy Vale's the darter. Phineas Mason is the tinker, and later on you get Matt Gargan who's Scorpion. So it's like, no names wasted. We're having nope. fun with all this. They may not even become what they're supposed to be, but just so you know, for the true for the hardcore fans, we got some little Easter eggs for you. Because I know I mean, like Jackson Brick dies. <laughs> yeah. So quick, but and even gives a stronger sense of the villain that Vulture is becoming the way that he dies. That's a great scene. I mean, again, you said it a million times when we were watching it, texting back and forth. And then after the fact, like Keaton chews scenery and he does it so well and so great that you're kind of floored by it. Um, and again, this movie also gives Easter eggs. We don't know what's going to happen with Uncle Aaron, but the door's open for um, Donald right. Glover to maybe reprise that role. Um, we don't know what's going to happen with Happy Hogan, but like he got more love in this film, I think, than he did in his Iron Man films. Mm-hmm. And you get that whole... Like they really understood what it was like to be a 50 year old kid who's just excited about something because he's nervous and he's unsure and he's needy, needy and he's sending a million texts to Happy. And you see him scroll through his phone and just like, what do I do next? What do I do next? Like, I, I'm ready to be part of the team. Like, I, I loved all that stuff, right? Like, that's them. We get Betty Brandt in this. Like, that's some way not wasted. I'm pretty sure Liz is a, like an actual character from the comic book. Of course. Yeah, she is. She's the, I remember in the anime series, remember her, his nerdy friend, the blonde with the glasses? Right. That's Liz. So it, and that's, the, that's what brings me to this one is that the, the love interest in this isn't permanent. Like MJ's in it, but you don't know she's MJ until the very ending and they're not even Which, interested in each other. Which, well, well, he's not interested in her. Yeah. And uh, that's the thing. Like he's not even, that's the thing I appreciate about this movie. Peter, more than anything, isn't antisocial. He's oblivious. Yes. He's always got his eye on something bigger or like, that he has to keep focus on that he believes that he's not seeing all the stuff that anyone else paying attention would see. So like, like 
Peter gets girls. Like each one of these movies gets girls. And I never once questioned it. I was like, that makes sense. But this one understood the fact that even when he gets his dream girl, he still decides to go for the honorable, responsible thing. And like that's one of the moments you're like, ah, oh, Peter, you, like you oh, have it. Do you have it. Like, I can't, right? So like you empathize with the kid real fast. So like Watts really understood tone. Yeah. Because he managed a way to web his way through several tones in this flick. Pun intended. Very pun intended. And then again, so much shine to the lovely Zendaya. Zendaya, yeah. Who is charming and funny with all of her, like the way that her, like everyone gets an escalation. It's like, like a dark, she's like this dark humor. Like it's a brand new take on MJ and her name's not even Mary it's Jane, it's Michelle, which Michelle. is like, and she's, Zendaya is lo- just so lovely. Laura Harrier, very lovely too. Awesome. Like the lovely, like the, he's got two lovely ladies. One pain Vying for his affection yeah. based on his smarts and yeah. the fact that he's so aloof and doesn't pay attention. Like that's Peter. Time. That that's is Peter high. though. There's something because there's something there's something mysterious about him too. Yes. Like he's always running around doing his own thing. He's not really a bad boy, but he's got something going on. And for whatever still reason, seems like the boy next door. Yeah. Some, but some some girls find that interesting and it, it draws them to him, even if he's because he's unavailable. <laughs> right? I must be that. I don't know. To his credit, how many girls could you take to homecoming, leave, disappear, and then show up the next next day or the next few days? And she was Liz was still like, "Hey Pete, whatever. Like I don't know what you're going through, yeah. but I hope you find out like what it is." Like she was still forgiving of him. She could have clawed his face off for that because you only get that prom once, and well within her right too. Like her yeah. father's going to jail, and yeah. they're going to Oregon. Like none of that sounds great in like the life that Liz was Liz was living, right? But. That's, that's the charm of Peter, right? Like, you always end up rooting for the guy. That's why certain casting choices don't make sense. Like, their Flash doesn't really make sense. Terrible Flash. Their Aunt May, as much as, as lovely, lovely, as lovely, lovely Aunt yes, May, with her high-waisted pants, for whatever reason, to make her kind of look older. So. You didn't, you, like, that's a, out of the three Aunt Mays, she's, like, they, it seemed like they were just trying to be different. It's like, I respect that, but it's you're trying a little too hard here. I don't know what the, the point is of with Ahmed. Who, it, who I think, by the way, this is a hot take. <laughs> you ready for this? She's going to turn into someone, isn't she? I think she's going to die in, mm-hmm. in Spider-Man 3. I think that's going to be the Uncle Ben moment. Okay. That's, that's my belief. We'll see what happens. That's a better take than me saying that she can become Spider-Woman. <laughs> I think that any, any girl. My real name is Julia Carpenter. Well, you know. It's a, what's in the name? Like we don't. It could be like her middle name was May May yeah. Carpenter. Anyway, that's a stupid take. I don't. <laughs> um, and Gwyneth Paltrow. So like this this movie shoehorns in a lot of talent and eyes on the prize. And again, another Civil War and Avengers sub story. It's not really needed, but I I guess to connect the universes. Again, it wasn't really needed for his sequel because his sequel ends up being Infinity Wars. You didn't need all of this stuff. Like, there's 20 minutes at the end after he finally takes down Tombs, where he goes back to Tony, goes with Happy, he meets Pepper, and they're like, "You can be an Avenger now." Not He's needed. Like, nah. Yeah. Fan service. That was to see another suit that they didn't wear, but a, a large cheat code. And I would say this: I would say that I personally was ready. Like half of the movie, I was ready to start bitching about. Like I was writing it down too. I was like, "This guy." 
has a safety net the whole movie. Yes. And I was like, he can't fail until he gets the suit taken away from him and he goes back to his like tracksuit and he tries to take on tombs then and gets smoked. And I was like, okay, that's kind of, that's because Spider-Man's whole thing. Anybody who's a fan of him knows that he, he meets a villain in general, right? He meets a villain, gets schooled, thinks about how to beat him, makes some changes and then comes back and beats him. Right. So I really appreciate that. He was actually the final fight was him and just his threads. Like there wasn't, it wasn't just, it wasn't him and Stark. It was, no, it was just Spider-Man. It was just the basics. And that kind of goes to play. Obviously they did it on purpose, but that's, that's a, goes back to play on. If you, if you're nothing about the suit, you don't deserve it. Coming from Iron Man of all people. Yes. Who understands? Who, who learned that in his own trilogy. Right. So it's, it's really, I don't know. It's really it's well smart. done. Yeah. Very it's, smart. Yeah. Another cheat code is Karen though. Like he had a voice everything. telling him everything. Um, it was cool though. I got to see a web hammock. And that was kind of a, that was kind of a shot. That was kind of a, a a nod to like the old school, the really old school comics cartoon where you could just make a web shield and he could just like yep. do anything. This one gave it a reason for like okay, web grenades, like just for fun, right? He's never used it since. Like I don't think he's... no, but it's there now. Yeah. So they leave it open right. for it, right? And if that was the only cheat code, I'd be like, this is a perfect movie, right? But the fact that you're leaning on the entire MCU to like build your story, move through, um, and elevate yourself. It's kind of like, it's not needed, but I get, we, we got this movie in the middle of an amazing 11-year run, which culminated with the ending of their relationship being Tony and Peter, right? Yeah. So, And to be fair, like, Marvel couldn't access them earlier. I'm sure they would have if they could have, but right. Sony was, you know, the rights were kind of there. And then once they finally were able to get them, they're like, let's, let's throw them into where we are in the story, right? So it's kind story, of, yeah. it is a cheat code, absolutely. But it's kind of like, they didn't really have a choice. And, and that's an alternate universe. I don't know if it would have been better if they got them earlier. Like, at least right. give us a chance for them to develop other characters that we don't know would have got the shine that they got. And now where they're going now, we already know, like, he's definitely a mainstay for what they're planning. Oh, yeah, yeah. And more than that, like the kids around him, like they have the Harry Potter effect. I'm hoping that they signed all the kids in this unit yeah. to all grow up together so we can kind of see how they all play out. Because as well as Peter is, like I love the guy in the chair that's Ned. I love Michelle who rises up to, to become. Um, the love like interest. The, the, the... the love interest. But I was going to say like her own personal story in the first one is kind of great, right? She's kind of antisocial, kind of funny. Um, but actually as smart, maybe arguably smarter than Peter because mm. she ends up becoming the new captain of the debate team, right? Like, and that easily could have gone to Peter. That could have been like, okay, we're going to flex your muscle, but it didn't, right? Or the guy who rings the bell. What's the, what's the, what's the kid's Uranium. name? Uranium. <laughs> <laughs> and he was warned not to use the bell for comedic purposes. purposes. Martin Starr is hilarious in this. He's hilarious. Hannibal Burris is hilarious in this. Oh God, he's so good. Even Boke, uh, Donald Glover is hilarious in this. That was my that was that scene maybe on the rewatch. That scene yeah. with Donald Glover in the in the parking lot is yeah. when me laugh the hardest when he's like the interrogation mode. He's yeah. like, you, you got to do this. Voice? See this part? You got to do this better. <laughs> this, this, the, this. the way he sells it too. He's just like, I know a girl when I hear it. What your voice? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not a girl, damn it. Yeah, like they played off each other great. Chemistry was amazing with those two. Yes, which I hope they bring back Uncle Aaron because Uncle uh, Aaron in um, the Spider Verse universe turns out to be 
the uncle of Miles Morales. So, and Prowler. And Prowler, that's right. And so, that was a, that was a changeup for Spider Verse, but that's a cool changeup. It brings Prowler into the mix a bit more. It's not just Hobie Brown. It's you know Uncle Aaron, which is kind of cool because I like Prowler. I I would man if so, Sony's doing these solos for like Morpheus or Morbius and Craven the Hunter and Ven- no, you should be doing a Prowler solo, man. He's he's actually an antihero. He's not just a anyway. Now Coke, I'm getting up. calm down because I sent you a trailer of what's coming down the pipe for. I guess Sony's animated. Are they doing Prowler series? I didn't yeah. watch it yet. They're doing I don't know if Prowler's in it. I'm just saying there's there's more hope for the animated side where they can take more liberties. They could show us a giant kingpin with no neck and all ridiculous. body. Ridiculous! What a ridiculous design. That design. I love insane. it. It's amazing. And then uh, maybe uh, Gambino can get this. Yo, I got ice cream in here. I can't be here for two. Yeah, hours. I can, man, I, I got ice cream. That'd be two hours. Two hours. I got ice cream in here. <laughs> That's so, uh, the lovely Garcelle uh, Bovis. We didn't talk about maybe the best twist in this movie of the realization of where Spider-Man is in his world with his love interest being Liz and who Liz's dad is. We both remember seeing this in the theater and getting audible gas of people just being surprised. I'm like, oh, shit's going to get deep. Like, and you then said, you said maybe best... one of the best scenes. You know, so I was going to say it... one of the best scenes. So we shouldn't talk on top of each other. But maybe one of the best scenes in the movie is when that finally plays out in the car when Toombs is driving Liz and Peter to the homecoming dance. Best tension, best Toombs putting things together. Yeah, he figures best, it. Like Peter trying to figure out, like, oh wait, like he's getting too close to finding out who I am. Because at this point, only one person knows who Peter is. That was so cool. That's that's. Hey, Garfield, yeah. Garfield. Yeah. Only Put one person on. knew. <laughs> Put the mask on. Not 15. Only one. Yeah. Um, Ra- Raimi did a good job with that, too. Only, yeah, he uh, did. You're right. You're right. He did take only out the villain mask. finds out. Yeah. And the villain, the villain, yeah, the villain puts, puts it together in that one, too, because he got the cut and, in his arm. Mary, Mary Jane kind of thinks that there's something going on towards the end of the movie. That's right. This is all, also the only movie that doesn't end in a funeral. Yes. So hats, hats <laughs> off to that. I like how, but I like how you said it best um, when we were just talking. It's like, the moment he opens the door and sees Tombs as Liz's dad, it's now a different movie. Yes, I like that. That's it pivots to a different type of movie, and that that car scene is insane. And it's like, and Keaton's so evil menacing. in this, but he's yeah, menacing. That's the right. He's not because his his motivation is excellent. He's just a he yes. just wants to provide for his family. And he says that constantly. He's trying to feel family. He got the speech about word down here, there, up there. Like they don't care about guys like. And to his credit, he's been doing this for twelve years under yes. the radar. That's dope, man. Because they use uh, what's the name of the company? Um, Damage control. Damage control, and that's another same name. Yep. And to his credit, he's doing the same thing that Tony's doing, right? Like the whole big people. You're saying big people, little people. He has the best monologues in this. He does. Tony's has some good stuff, but they hit more home coming from Tombs. Yeah, because he's on the ground. Tony's up in the clouds. Tony's up in the clouds. Tombs so on the that, ground. That, that's why I love that Peter's kind of the son of both of them, right? Like, he could have easily just understood where Tombs is coming from, and Tombs gave him the out, too, right? Like, he said, just go in, enjoy the dance. Don't be yeah. Spider-Man anymore. You know? But he had that contingency plan. He had Shocker waiting for him just in case. Which was great, and then Peter had his contingency plan of leaving his phone in the like smart yeah. on smart on smart. Yeah, 
And as you were saying, he stopped using the cheat codes by the third film. Like he didn't have anything. He lost all of his safety nets. He had to use his genius and what he had picked up to that point to get out of this position, right? And then didn't forget the humor because he steals Flash's car. Yeah. Scratches that. Right. Ned finally becomes the man in the seat. You got the great line. I'm watching. Wait, go ahead. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, I'll do. I'll play the teacher. You play that. Like, <laughs> what are you doing in here? There's a dance going on in the gym. I was just looking at porn. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember the theater erupting. Like, that's a great line. Because you, you know it's like the only thing that could possibly work is that he's watching What else porn, would I be doing? But then he actually that's- says it. <laughs> It's the smartest. What else could you be doing there? Like, you can't say I'm helping Spider Man. <laughs> and like, I'm like, I'm looking at porn. Like, Ned's the best. It's so good. Like, they understood Ned. And Ned gets a great evolution throughout these last two, and I hope three films, right? Well, he's, and he's also, he should, like, if it's following the comics, he probably going to become the Hobgoblin at some point. So, which is amazing. That's we, we really cool. That. We can't get into that. We can't get into that. We can't get that. We're not, we're, we're talking about that. that stuff. Anyways, let's get to some we're categories here because we've, we've got categories to define. We've talked about the three movies loosely. I will say this before we get into the list. Each of these movies is two plus hours that don't need to be two plus hours. Mm-hmm. Um, Homecoming being the longest. I think Raimi being No. Amazing Spider Man being the second longest, and then yeah. Raimi being the shortest. Um, but in terms of what feels the longest, it's definitely webs. Yeah. Then this one, because again, I don't think the last 10 minutes are needed. And then Raimi. Raimi's flies. It does go really fast. Yeah. And then you get the best theme song. So most people. Convinced... I'm so high. Oh, yeah. Nickelback. <laughs> you like that Nickelback? Or sorry, just Chad Grover, right? I like that that song doesn't belong in that movie, and now it's perfect for. It doesn't belong in that movie. You're right. I didn't, but now it's all you can hear. Uh, let's get to a most convincing Peter. So first place will give two points. Second place will give one point. Third place will give zero points, and we'll just go so along I, with that. Based. Am I making the cases for all these guys, or like we, we'll just talk? We'll just we'll just we'll just talk about it. most convincing Peter slash Spider. Like the most convincingly cast actor, I guess. Toby. Looks like a geek, sounds like a geek, plays the geek meek, right? Like when he's holding that camera, I yeah. believe that he's a dweeb. We're talking Peter before he. Peter no, I'm just, oh, I'm just talking Peter in general. Peter and um, the, the the duality. Okay, he definitely has duality problems because he's trying to fight through a lot of things, and he cries uh, <laughs> once. How many? The, all these guys cry, right? How many? They all was, cry. They Andrew, all cry. so Garfield cries the most. Right. Correct. Correct. Half, Toby, his, half of Garfield's movie, he's crying. It's the CW show. Toby cries the hardest. It hits him the hard. They stay on his face longer than they need. Okay, so there you yes. go. That's that's it why. That's why it stays with me. It became the meme. That's why um, it stays with me. I always thought, like I always thought Toby cried the most. It's because they linger. You're right. Holland tears up, and then he actually cries when he thinks he's gonna die. So, he's a panic attack. Yeah, that was yeah, cool. He's like, um, in terms of Peter. <laughs> uh, Toby, I think Toby understood who meek Peter was and mm-hmm. not so much who confident Peter was. Garfield understood what a confident Peter could be, but never went meek. And Holland, we never got to see him before. So he's just an amalgamation of That's the I'm cheat trying code, to figure right? things out. And he's cute. Like he's charming. He's really charming. Yeah. He's see, little. He's little, yes. See, that, that, so I kind of ranked them homecoming 
Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, one, two, three. I can't. But it was close. That. It was close because I like I do like Toby as Meek Peter, but he never really got that. If he just quipped more, I think it would have translated better. Like with this, with but the then, mask on. then you're talking about Spider-Man. Like that's not Peter anymore. Fair enough. Quips. Fair enough. Because Peter Holland's version, he has one-liners. Yeah, you're right, and he gets girls too. And he knows he can get girls. That's the difference. They all get girls. The only one that doesn't know he can get girls is Toby. Toby, yeah. But him doing the flex in the mirror, that alone. If he did that in front of the window with Mary Jane, she'd be like, all right, yo, what are you doing? I'm coming over. So it's closed. Okay, category two, the best swinger. It is not Toby Maguire. No, that's that was last place. <laughs> They're very no. basic little swings is like oh. well they didn't understand aerodynamics um the animation wasn't to that level yet but he's always swinging like straight down yeah and, like straight through like as <laughs> that one? it is for a stump person to do is that he's one scene where he goes like, on the roof and he just <laughs> yep he's like whoop, whoop. like there's hardly any kicks there's hardly any kickups he does a lot of perching and a lot of wall landing but not yeah. a lot of uh aqua but uh, acrobatics yeah acrobatics you're looking at acrobatic he's not no last place he was last place for me i put um tom hall in the second so we're on the same scorecard because he he was he was good he he had a bit more fun with it but it was like but when you get to like when you get to um he also ran a lot too you know it's not the tom hall one he was running a lot like i would walk going to the monument he was just like Running inside the pool, there's that trees there, so he probably could have. But but that was one of the payoffs that I thought was one intentionally to like poke fun at Ramy of like when Ned asked, "Do you ever just go on a building and shoot your web to see how long you can throw it?" He's like, "No," yeah. which Toby did on top of a tower. Yeah. And then there's the actual payoff where he's in the middle of a like the suburbs and shoots the web and it goes nowhere, and he now understands what it's like if he doesn't have support. Yeah. So, to the credit of the story, he shouldn't be the greatest web slinger, flinger, acrobatic. No, I got to work. You should. Yeah, acrobatic, you got it. So, but then you, when you go to Amazing Spider-Man with Garfield Spider-Man, he's like zipping around, twisting around, doing two at a time, pulling them this way. Like, I thought that was really cool. That was, that was, that was. And all those POV shots, they gave us what it was like to be behind the mask and hit up off the walls. And even he does a slingshot through the crane. I was like, that's, this is the best game I've ever seen. Yeah, and I think that's what they were trying to pay off with the skateboarding because he's such a good skateboarder, he can easily transition to webbing. But there's too far of a disconnect for that to make sense. Because yeah, because it's true in, in the in the video game, the most recent video game for Spider Man, you can do all that stuff. That's how you, you you can do the the pull forward, the dart. You can go through billboard like beneath billboard signs. You can do all, and it was very reminiscent reminiscent of that. They made the Spider Man movie. The way he swings around so that was that was fun believe it or not this movie does win some categories <laughs> that's true it, it, it does. we're not gonna completely shit on everything that we don't like we will give some wins and then we'll also do things like this follow-up question best swinger as in adult situation would probably have to go to tom holland because he ruins his main squeezes life liz and is very quick to kind of look at mj in a different light he did, yeah. Where at the end of um, Raimi's Spider-Man finally gets MJ, gives her up. Bad move, but it's a funeral. And at the end of Webb's, 
there's a funeral. He gives her up, like goes to class and gets her back anyway. But that's so, bizarre. Also, no swing in there. One thing we didn't mention about um, homecoming, and this is a little bit of bias for our show, but there's interracial love. There's a good amount of interracial love, <laughs> and you know we su- we support interracial love. And we're not just talking about Spider Man. Adrian Adrian Toomes knows what's good too. Like he's. That's why he's not really a villain. No. I think he's a hero. Anti-hero. Yeah, he didn't even want to kill anybody, but he would if he needed to. I thought that was I thought that was the anti-gravity guy. Yeah. No, wasn't. <laughs> no, that was the other one. Oh, oh well. <laughs> I love his gravel. What was your what was your line? I'm, I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> so shout outs to uh Garcella Bovet Boves as the Doris Tombs. Who plays I don't say great. interracial love, but the wife of two. Yeah, no, and then shout out to I just realized this Jennifer Connolly plays a uh, Karen suit lady. Really? The lovely Jennifer lady. Connolly's that voice? Yeah, man. I did not know that. Wow. And that's such a relaxing voice. She's yeah, it's a great voice. It's a great voice. I did not know that. How long have you been here, Karen? 37 minutes. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was the one thing she said to him? It was really cute. It was like you should you should ask Liz out like she's, yeah. she's trying to give uh, yeah Liz advice should... after he saves Liz yeah yeah, yeah. I was like okay that's fine. yeah she said some really sweet things to him and yeah you're right uh to the Tunes' wife I don't remember her name now but she was like she had a small scene but she was really cute she was really like pictures pictures Garcelle Garcelle Boves Boves like you name. you know her from the Jimmy Fox show oh okay I thought that was yeah. from there like okay everybody take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> another cheat code but an amazing little easter egg they put jennifer Connolly in another voice in the head voice in the suit to mirror her husband which was vision played by paul bettany who was the voice in tony's suit. tony's head so that's a nice photo that is a cool mirror, that's a cool mirror moment okay category three who takes off the mask the least should we just say who doesn't wear a ma- who wears a mask more to get an actual winner yeah, who wears the mask the most? Is Tom Holland, Toby? right? Tom Holland. Isn't I think. it Toby though? Isn't it Toby? I, I knew you, I should have counted. I knew I should have counted. Do you, do you count it when you're still wearing the mask, but it gets torn? No. Come on. I'm talking. Wins. I'm talking about voluntarily pulling it off. It's okay. It's it's Holland. It's Holland, I think. But Garfield's no worry. Go for his last because he the guy takes it off to everybody. He doesn't even wear it. There's a moment <laughs> in the street. <laughs> there's a moment in the street where the cop takes it off. And he's like, "All right, I'm just gonna fight everybody." Put a spotlight on. I was like, "Come on, like at least like suspend some disbelief for me." Yeah. No. It's just... But no, you, you tell me, I'm Spider Man. He he tells everybody I'm. Spider-Man. He loves it. He loves I'm it. I'm Spider Man. Like, god damn it. Um. I, uh, I will make the case for Toby having half on masks because he gets the rain kiss. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, All right. I think he consented. I don't know. I didn't ask if there was consent, but he did. I don't think he that, did. I, apparently, that was a hard, hard scene to film because he was upside down and the water machine was just flooding <laughs> water up his nose and he's just trying to breathe. And then here comes cute little Kristen Dunst, who's lovely, but not. Like maybe the worst casted in that movie. She does not fit. Yeah. And then I was... his final fight with um, Green Goblin. His mask gets torn. It's still on. He doesn't take it off. Yeah. So he's still wearing it, but it's yeah. not a full mask. No. But he's still wearing it. So I. I... But, but not full. 
I did I did Homecoming, Spider Man, and Amazing Spider Man in that order. One, two, three. We are we have the same scorecard thus far. Talking about Kirsten Dunst, the best leading lady. The best leading lady who plays the character or who plays herself. See, that's I just said best. What's the most charming? It says best leading lady. That's all I wrote. So I would argue. I kind of want to say Jennifer Connelly now. Whoa! I was gonna say Homecoming is last because there really isn't one. He's kind of he's kind of bounce, he's bouncing between like he likes Liz, but then Zendaya likes him, or MJ likes him, but he kind of likes her a little bit, but he doesn't really know. Not our leading. There's no so they're not leading lady. You, you so, could argue that May is more the leading lady because yeah, uh, I would argue that. Yeah. Starks is trying to get in her pants, and she well, has happy things. Oh, I guess Starks is like too, she, isn't he? Yeah. So and, I would. Uh, she gets free sticky rice, sticky pudding from yeah. Yeah, so I put that. I, that's why I put Homecoming last for this. Okay. There isn't because the only other two movies really only have the name that's Kirsten Dunst or Emma Stone. Okay. Here, my now here, yeah, that's a good argument though. Who's playing herself? Who's playing the character? Because if you're saying who's playing, who's more charming? Emma Stone is easily more charming because she's playing Emma Stone. Yes, she's not playing a character. Dunst is at least trying to be what MJ is. I don't think she's the best MJ. No. But she is definitely the circle, and she's part of the triangle, right? Like, she's got the whole Harry love triangle. Mm-hmm. She's got the whole, I moved to the New York City. I'm trying to be a big star. I'm going to go Kristen. I think Kristen, okay, even so though she, I don't think she belongs in that movie, she's she's the best leading lady. So I put I put Emma Stone first. She, she's because she's charming. As, as, I think she just charmed me right to the screen. She's cute. I don't know why she's walking around in skirts all the time, but all the time. Wear skirts all the time. All the time, yeah. All the time. All the time. <laughs> but she's cute. She's a hell of an actress, too. Best, best. So is Dunst, just not in this. Yeah. So is Zendaya. Yep. As well. I'm, I'm not taking anyway from Should have got nominated for that. But Zendaya point. isn't the leading lady in this. That's the she's knock. Not. All right. Chico, fair. If we want to do the sequels, that's a whole new conversation. If. <gasps> I mean, see, when and, and you wonder why we should be doing videos video. for moments like this when they can't see what <laughs> we're they get this, right then they get this background. <laughs> uh, best best up. friend. Okay, nominees. Ned. James Franco. James Franco. Ned. Which that relationship does not make sense James from Fra- beginning to end. And James, not even in the sequels. James Franco was so unlikable in this in that movie. <laughs> I can't stand him. He's so smarmy and like whiny and sneaky, like yeah, and underhanded oh, and throwing man. money things at things. Um, and like and not even what clingy like, and... supposed to be. Yeah, I don't know how they ended up as friends, right? Like Peter's taking pictures with um, the chess club, so you would or the debate club. You're, you would assume. Yeah. Because there's that one guy, there's that one geek in there who always gets cast as a geek, like in every background <laughs> film. But like he pulls up uh, the Oz Osborns, Oscorps. What's, yeah. what's their name? Oscorps. Uh, they roll up in a Rolls Royce, and Defoe is basically saying like, "You got kicked out of another school. Like this is your last chance." So I want to know at what point Harry walked out of his like rich car and was like, "Hey, you." With the camera, we should be best friends. Like you never get a sense that they grew up together. No, they shared classes together. Like he paid him off to do his homework. It feels like a relationship out of like convenience or something. It's weird. It doesn't make sense. No. Uh, Andrew Garfield doesn't even have one. I will argue 
that the great Martin Sheen is his best friend. Okay. And that relationship is really good until he starts becoming a smug son of a bitch. Yes. Because they make jokes at Aunt May's um, behalf. Like he looks out for Peter through Aunt May. And it's like, don't worry, he's just going through something. They talk about cute girls on the TV show, on, on his on his computer. Mm-hmm. Like there's that level of, you get that there's a relationship there. Like in Raimi's, you know that it's his uncle, but you don't get the feeling of much more than you've that, been right? taking care of me, right? Yeah. The Sheen, you you get the like, this kid got dropped in my life. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take care of him. Later. We're just gonna we'll paint the house together. We'll do stuff around the house. Martin Sheen seems more like a like a pseudo father. Yes. Whereas um, I can't. Which I I slide in as a best. Friend. It's okay. Not, but sometimes that works. Sometimes your father figure is your best friend, right? You guys are hanging out all together. You, you do the same stuff. So I, I had classified it as. As Ned number one, Harry number two, and then Amazing Spider number three because there wasn't one. But if you want to argue Martin Sheen, that's the easy second place, whereas Harry slips to third. Yeah. Harry, Harry doesn't belong in best friends. Harry's the most terrible, man. Harry wins for most unintentional rival. You mean New Goblin? Well, for that monstrosity, yes. But (laughs) he automatically puts himself against. Um, Peter by picking his girl by stealing his line, like the first thirty minutes of the the the, the movie. Smarmy, play. smarmy man. Dude's got no honor. He he squeezes up to the girl that you know your boy likes, and then uses the same line and looks back and like, yeah. And then like he starts, then he starts dating her, but doesn't say anything. Doesn't like, tell it, yeah. It's, man, you you're a snake, man. Get out of here. He he got him that crazy apartment though. They're living in that nice apartment. Yeah, but then when he's with Mary Jane, he's like, okay, where are you? Are you home yet? Okay, call me. Okay, okay. Oh, she hung up. It's like, I mean, you're such a baby. Like, anyways, he's been in the second one. Best villain. This is tough because so let's let's throw let's throw out third automatically. Let's get the lizard. Lizard stinks. Reese, uh, is man. Yeah, Even... and there was something that he, he didn't do a bad. He didn't do a poor job. No, he's it, definitely understated, but a lot of parallels from. Raimi talking about the mirrored man. Yep. And his mo- and his between worst motivation. Not great motivation. Um, not a Peter looks smarter than you. That's not a good look because you're supposed to be Peter's mentor. Yeah. That didn't really happen. Uh, see, I liked I liked his motivation to becoming the lizard, but once he was lizard, it was like let's just make more lizard people. It's like okay, well, I can't get with that. I know that's I happened question. before. That was from the. That was from. That's from an origin too. But it's like I don't. I never liked that storyline. It's a dumb storyline. Side question to the movie: He didn't. His overall arching plan to make the entire city lizards didn't work. But there's like five cops walking around that caught the gas earlier, that turned into lizards that like are just running around as yeah. lizards. They're just never, never revisited. They're just kind of right. lizard people. I, just, I need to know. They live in the sewers. I don't know. Ninja turtles. Yeah. Ninja Lizards. Because Mondo, are... Mondo Gecko Origins. There we go. Because we now know that Ninja Turtles are reptiles. So let's get to the two villains that matter. Willem Dafoe, Michael. You didn't hear. Here with a play it back. What'd you do? Ninja Turtles <laughs> are what? You're here. With, you're here with a play it back. You call them what? You call them? I call them amazing. I love them. The amazing yes. Ninja Turtles. Son of a bitch. Okay, the two that matter: Willem Dafoe and Michael Keaton as uh, Norman Osborn and Adrian Toomes. We've talked about William Defoe's performance. That's incredible. He's probably the, the MVP of all the movies together, just on a performance-wise. Sure. For me, 
you summed up his motivation as perfect. I don't know if you want to say it again. Just I don't remember it. Okay. Oh, it was kind of like starts as a revenge plot, and then it just becomes I'm evil because I'm on drugs. <laughs> he does a lot of drugs Because yeah. really, like once he gets back at the board, his motivation's done. Yeah, they fire him. He's like, "What? Yeah, I, mean, I created this whole company. That's a great scene. A fantastic scene. And the, his performance, like I said, is amazing. And out of the three movies, he's probably the best performance out of all of them because he has the most fun. He just chews it up. And but yeah, he gets back of the board on his first attack, and then he just kind of does things. Yeah. So for me, that motivation is is what carries me to Michael Keaton, where we talk about he's just he's so he's actually relatable. Yes. And they actually had growth. Yeah. And they actually had to make him unlikable by turning him into a murderer. Otherwise, you'd be rooting for him. Yeah, I know I would be. I'd be like, yo, man, he's just trying to provide. Trying to feed his family. <laughs> and he got like, a good team. Like, his Avengers team is pretty damn cool. Like, yeah. his Sinister Six, if you want to call it that. Like, who, who he put around him. Yep. Very capable. Understood what they needed to do and why they were doing it. And they did it and well for over a decade. That kills me, man. Very industrious. If if Tony saw this, he would be like, okay, I'm going to put you guys on my team, sign you to a contract, work for Stark Industries. Because the level of craftsmanship that was happening just unparalleled right you're messing with things you don't understand it's like yo he's kind of the jeff bezos of the mcu yeah (laughs) yeah and then he didn't and he didn't even snitch on peter at the end oh that was crazy you spider-man he didn't die at the end either he didn't die at the end but then when matt gargan approaches him in prison he's kind of like rumor has it you know who he is and he's like can you be a best villain if you don't survive your first round like your, your your final fight with your your nemesis? Can't. How are you gonna come back? Reese did, but I mean, yeah. You you also killed at the end too, like killed. So that, that's how mine goes. It goes reluctantly. Um, homecoming, Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man. In that order. Okay. Add on, because it's something. It's it's one of the elephants in the room for the Spider Man Raimi version that doesn't make sense now, and kind of irks me still about that movie. And. Adverse really works well for uh, Homecoming. We'll leave Amazing Spider-Man out because it doesn't apply here. The tech that villains use. Uh So for Raimi's universe, uh, Oscorp is doing military-graded funding, uh, I guess, weaponry and uh, suits and like guns and armor. That's the word I was looking for. Um, The gliders don't make sense, right? And the, the green suits don't make sense. No, no, it doesn't. You're right. But what, what irked me the most was the mask that they put on him. Like, it's the helmet. With the foe's face and who Green Goblin is, that rubber mask would have just been the icing on the cake because to have a Defoe-wrapped rubber mask over a Defoe like, actor, he would have just made that come to... Like, that would have been a Halloween costume we'd be using today. That's why... He would have been doing so great because when you yeah when you you're absolutely right when you compare it to like the comic books and then the 90s animated series and stuff that rubber mask is like i'm gonna get you spider-man like that like oh man Matt, yeah willem defoe with that mascot with that features with those features would be amazing so that's Very, that's a missed opportunity yes um really. but they kind of shoehorned in so like his tech makes sense mm-hmm. um compared to vultures who if we're basing by the comic book didn't have anything but wings 
and like a, a, a amulet and magic, but they managed to craft out of essentially garbage, like alien garbage. This very ominous, because I love the scenes where his wingspan opens wide mm-hmm. and you just see him come down and like the green eyes, like there are all these different choices. Yeah. And the fact that he was wearing that coat with the fur on Also, it, also one thing, nice nod. one thing I like to talk about, best villainous theme song. Ooh. I like Vulture's theme song. It's very nice. When he comes out of the, you know, he's in the, in the, the car and he comes out, or in the ferry, he comes yes, out of the car. Tear, tears out of the van. He and then the song plays. Butter. Yes. And the song I was like, oh man, that's like, he's intimidating. He just comes, and like you said, there's not much, it's another, just the, the green eyes are like crazy. So, like, a, a good villain is who you are internally and motivational, but like the toys you use. And Defoe's so close. Like, he has mili- military grade drugs, uh, ride. And like bombs, I don't know why the army would want pumpkin bombs. But yeah, there's there's a weird thing. This is not very. It doesn't match up, but the fact that it's military graded, you're assuming like that contract, like you're a billion dollars for Oscar to keep rolling this shit out. Yeah. Um, missed opportunity for Amazing Spider-Man. They have Oscorp, and this is the best looking Oscorp because of all the money dumped in. But like they didn't, they have Oscorps on a billboard, but didn't have. The, the kid the actor like cast it so it was just a dude in shadow yeah and it's laughable it's just like what was the point of this it's like why why even put him on there like <laughs> if you're a billionaire you're putting your face on the company yeah or you're not just show the logo yeah there's no osborne in this whatsoever but you imagine the tech coming out of there would have been great lizard doesn't really use it it uses just biochemics and kind of drugs vulture is essentially using jatari yeah and he learned out- himself out of this world yeah and and crafts something that in the in the day looks like uh, like a fighter pilot but at night or like in, in the right light even cool. even has the talons on his feet too yes. to pick up things oh man really cool design i appreciate really cool. that it wasn't just wings like they gave him two turbines to like yeah. get the lift i was like oh like he's actually getting his tony stark on right yeah. like this was his yeah. this it's is really mach cool. one imagine what his mach two is gonna look like it's really cool uh, so yeah, I gave it to Homecoming Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man. Best, correct, best catchphrase. Do you have the nominees? So I guess that would be the um, responsibility. <laughs> oh God, that wins for that. It's so bad. It's great. It's so, so bad. I can't. I can't record it. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go. Here's the thing. I'm gonna go Spider-Man first. Raimi Spider-Man because they say it like they're supposed to. And that speech that Uncle Ben gives in the cartoon, Chef's Kiss. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. And then he's just kind of like. All right, we'll chill, and he just leaves. But it's like, but the way he says it is 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 excellent. Uh, you also have to give a best best catchphrase to Bruce Campbell, who calls the man spider the amazing Spider Man. Yeah, he still gets man. I was like, that's a nice. He's like, I'm, there, 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 there too. I'm the human spider. I'm like, the human. Sp-. I'm like, nah, just get out there, kid. Nobody cares. The amazing Spider Man. Like, oh, I like. That uh, I actually normally I wouldn't do this. Because usually, as long as it exists, like at a point, they never really say it in Homecoming. But I'm still putting that in the second place because Amazing Spider-Man butchers it so bad <laughs> that it sh- it was like it was offensive. So that's why I put it in third place. It's so offensive we didn't bother to learn it. No, because it's terrible. I I was like, what? Best first costume. First costume. First costume. So the originally homemade. So the nominees are. Um, Tom McGuire's spray painted this wrestling one, 
the red and hoodie Steve, and Steve Ditko inspired drawing because you get a nice original that he right. holds up, which I was like, oh, that's nice. Give yep. it, give that some love. Uh, Tom Garfield's Holland, Tom Holland's was no, the no no. We'll go in order. I just want to do Garfield's just uh, tensor mask. Like he got like a a weird skin tight mask and put on glasses. That's it. So I was just going around. Yeah. And like a hood, and kept his hoodie and everything going. Yeah. Was... And then Tom Holland's was the <laughs> Tom Holland's was the uh, the red and blue tracksuit. Like it was also a hoodie. Yep. Like they had the drawstrings, but it was and the goggles. The the Ben Riley inspired. Yeah. No logo on his. No. On his gear. Okay. I put uh, Raimi's first. Yeah, he, he, the spray paint. The spray paint looks really cool. Yeah. I like that then, a lot. Then Holland, because he had then, the goggles. Then Holland, because the goggles. And then um, Garfield, because he didn't even try. <laughs> it was just like he had a mask, and then he went right to the suit. And I was like, oh, okay, there's no progression there. He had it like in the yeah. next scene. He has the full suit. It's true. This brings up a, a easy follow-up. Best Spider logo. Between suits. I thought. I mean, I'd have to see them again. You what? What? See them again. So Spider-Man has the original, but it's metallic because on his new suit they have the raised webbing. See, and I don't like that suit. I don't like it. It looks so it's not bad. But he's not going to make that himself. Well, none of them are making them themselves. That's the point. Andrew Garfield gets his from a thing. Tom Holland gets yeah, his he, given he to him by Tony Stark. Yeah. There's excuses Garfield for Garfield buys a loose suit. And you trust at this level, his genius can kind of make it. But I really like his spider. His spider has the, the long legs on the back. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then someone spray paints it on the building. So like his yeah. his reach is growing real fast because of digital age and stuff. Um, well, that's actually, it's funny because the next category is actually best full suit. So it's best first costume, best full suit. So we'll get there. So we're kind of doing it at the same time. I th- but, I th- but I think Colin, oh yeah, fair enough. I think Holland has the kind of muted, small Spider-Man look. I like his suit the best. His final suit the best. Holland. But did you like his logo the best? No, when I talk about logos, I don't. I have to, I have to see them again. I don't. Prop. Holland's is a cheat because he gets the, the the thing that saves me for Holland. Not to mention Karen and like all the cool gadgets and like the webbing and he can fly and stuff like that. Was the eyes. The eyes yep. do the reactionary, and I was like, "That's like when he, like, he lands next to like, the girls no, in the tent." It's so great! It's so great! Hey guys, how are you? It's so good. <laughs> but I will give I will give shoutouts to um, Raimi's is the worst because they didn't know what they were doing yeah. and didn't know what they had. But Garfield is, is a really nice suit. I yeah, I liked it a lot. With the shooters outside, the long spider on the back, and the the equal like. Red and blue, like it's not like separated. It's more like blending together. Yeah, so I think it's I think it's Amazing Spider-Man's logo. And then it's a, I I can't give it to Holland, man. That's not. I like that suit though with the black, the little black. I know it's not classic, but it's it's new. It looks I don't know. I like it a lot. And the, the Does that eyes. even count as the final suit? Because we get to see the Iron Patriot suit, right? Iron Iron Spider. That's but that's Iron that's Spider. that's Civil War suit, man. That's. He doesn't even wear that one of this. I know it's there, but he doesn't no. wear it. Doesn't wear it. Yeah, yeah see it. He doesn't wear it. That's nice. It's Chico. It has Karen in it. Karen wins. Because we know who Karen is now. So for first, I went first costume, Spider-Man, Homecoming, Amazing Spider-Man. Full suit, Homecoming, Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Okay. That's how I've written down. Uh, funniest Peter. Unintentionally or intentionally? Intentionally. We la- 
unintentionally, we laugh at Tobey Maguire may, way more than we should. Way more. <laughs> <laughs> way more. That's an amazing scene. Like, and he's actually like, giving it a go. Like, he's hurt, but he has ugly cry face all over. Yeah, he's definitely the ugliest cry. Well, well, then you see Garfield, and you're like, I want to, even as you're crying, I want to punch you in the face. Yeah. I like he's got the greatest punch, punchable face I've ever seen. So that's. But he's not funny. funny. I don't know. He's not funny. Yeah. He's a jerk. I would actually say Tobey Maguire is even funnier than he is. Well, that's easy. That's not hard. Is is Holland funny? Too. Holland's funny. His situations he, are funny. He's in funny situations, but is he himself the version of his Peter funny? I've, I I kind of like how the what do you call I think, it? I think this category might be a wash. The way okay, we can wash it because you're right. That's a good point. I had him first, Tobey Maguire second, Garfield third. Um, I like how he's. I, 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 he does that whole like stuttering talking thing. Sure. I find that I find that funny. So that in itself isn't really him being funny, but I find that right. amusing. Like, so Ned's funnier than he is. Ned absolutely. gets a lot of jokes off of him. Michelle is funnier than he is. Michelle gets a lot of jokes off of him. Um, unintentional jokes of Flash, like, you can't just walk back onto this team. Who do you think you are? He's like, hey, Peter, you're back. Welcome back onto the team. Well, like, Martin Starr is really funny. So, like, everyone around Peter in this universe is funny. Like, Tony and Happy have um, funnier jokes than I think Holland. So we, so, we can watch it. We can watch it. That's a watch. It's funny. You wrote okay. Best Parker Dilemma. Can I get an example? Yeah, that, you wrote that you one. See? Oh, did I? Can yeah. I use that in a sentence? That was um, your category. Best Parker Dilemma. I Did you mean like his struggle to kind of keep his social life with his superhero life? Probably. Like, That's what his, I took it as. The, the best, like, I can keep this life away from this life. So Garfield's last because he doesn't do it. He, <laughs> he doesn't even care. He's just, he's just in, in my opinion, he, I put him last because he doesn't even care. Both of his life, both of his lives are one. I wish he, tells he, came, everybody. To, he, he I wish tells him, came to to school in the Spider-Man costume. Just be like, yeah, I mean. man, it's me. I'm Spider-Man. He tells everybody he's Spider-Man anyways, and he's I'm like, he's just he just blows his, everybody off. Like, he does not care. He's just, I'm just doing this. I don't, like, there's never seems to be the, the, the a dilemma with him. Who does he actually care about? That's a good question. Isn't himself. He wants to. He wants to bang Gwen. Does he? I don't know if he actually cares that much about her. In this one, at least. Like even when he comes in from getting like beat up for whatever reason, being Spider Man, and Aunt May's waiting up for him, he's like a dick to her, and she's just that's like, what I'm saying. I care about you, yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah, a jerk. He's I'm like, yo, man, he's like terrible. she's worried about you. You're not even you... trying. Like you're supposed to like sneak in and like. You... I've been here all the time. Like, no. Now I know you look 23, but you're supposed to be like 17. So well, you he eats like a 17 year old. That's what I mean. So, but so you being out late at night, of course you're gonna worry. If you were 23, she probably wouldn't. But you're 17, 16, whatever, however old you're supposed to be, like. Dude, you're not even an adult yet. <laughs> what are you doing? And I used to do the same thing when I was 17, but I, I admit that I was a jerk. So <laughs> yeah, but like you knew when to run like reel it back in. Yeah, of course. He doesn't. So that's why I put him last. I put um I put Holland first. Cause I got the most for I got the most struggle because he really cares about his identity and he actually has friends. And relationships. Tom McGuire never really had friends. So he never really has to, there's never really like that. Oh, should I go to band practice or should I go to think? Whereas, like in Homecoming, there's an entire plot where it's the debate team's going to Washington and he's there for yeah. a different reason, but he's yeah. there for 
that reason as well. And he's trying to jump between the. T- that's always fun to me. That's 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 always been a Spider-Man, uh, a fun part of Spider-Man. This is Perfect. Whole life. Yeah, like how do I handle these two lives? That I got? Always been exciting. Yeah. Yep. So that's why I gave it to. So I, that that was mine. I know I just took this category right over, but it was Homecoming, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man for me. That's, well, when you're right, you're right. The little times it happens, I gotta give it to you. It doesn't happen often. But when it does, I we're say, in some ooga. The next, the next four categories are kind of more, um, more fun. They're not so basic. Which is best memes generated. Oh, you don't have the updated list. All right, cool. Oh, you added more. You son of a. I've been adding in as we talked. <sighs> You're making this longer and longer. I know. Well, there's only one I really want to talk about because I'm intentionally going to laugh at it. Um, well, best memes generated is quick. Obviously, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man wins that. That's something of a scientist myself. I still see that meme everywhere. Do the Willem Dafoe one, yeah, something of, I'm something, but it replaced something else. You know, I'm something of a football player myself. Then like Jared Goff seen... says, I'm something of a quarterback <laughs> myself, right? Okay, fair. Oh, okay. Well, you won that, and then we see crying Toby still all the time, but we don't see crying Garfield. Ever. And that's that's a and that's better crying Garfield. It's almost yeah. like Toby takes first, and then the other two just kind of share whatever. Because I don't see memes for either one of them. Yeah, that's weird. But I still see Spider-Man one crying Toby memes and yes. Willem Dafoe something of a scientist myself memes. Those are great. And then I don't know if there's anything. I think because Homecoming so beloved, people aren't really memeing it. That's why I put it last place. Actually, that's Which why I put weird, it last place. Because there's still some. There's still like I would just be memeing. Um, what's his face? Chess. Uh, chess. Uranium. But I was gonna Uranium. say Hannibal Burr's crows. I, like, I think this guy's a war criminal. <laughs> he was great. Or this movie, to... the movie has Captain America in it. That's a cheat code, man. Hey, come on. So you're in detention. Bet you think you're pretty cool. <laughs> I'll tell you, 65 years of being frozen is not cool. <laughs> isn't isn't he the um after credit scene too? Yeah. Like it wasn't like a new scene. It was just him walking to the camera and just like yeah. the perfect capper of like, oh, you guys got us. The movie's cool. the movie's helped by the MCU hugely, but I am shamelessly gonna still give it to that movie. Like, oh, it has cheat codes. It's got Game Shark. What do you want? Like, it does. It does. What do you What do you want? The, the universe was already established. Had Sony given it to them sooner, maybe it wouldn't have the same cheat codes. But you know, it is what it is. So for meme generated, I went Spider Man, Macy Spider Man, Homecoming. One, two, three. You're correct, sir. That's how I did it. Um. I'm going to add back in uh, Best Aunt May because we briefly talked about it, but we didn't give love to the original Aunt May from uh, Ramiverse. Actress I like her May. better than Sally Fields, though. Yeah, I think she's the best May yeah. Parker. Yeah. Rosemary Harris. Yeah, there you go. She looks the part like straight from the comics. Like they, they cast her perfectly. And she's got that level of concern of like, oh, Peter, you can't be doing this. Yeah. But <laughs> she, she's always frail and like... Yeah worried about things like you can't be superman and like falls down like ends up in the hospital like you're constantly worried about her health so like that's a looming problem for spider-man daily like she gonna die just like dying um and she's sweet like she's endearing she's like more of a grandmother but like old auntie so like i like the dynamic where it's not a spring chicken sort of a scenario um so I, i i give her first I'm gonna give Sally Fields second because you gotta love Sally Fields. They they went for the A-lister, they got the gravity. She's great when it's the Martin Sheen, Uncle Ben. They play off each other well. You, yeah. you think that's a fun like family nucleus, everything. Mm-hmm. But then she turns into like this worried, like she kind of gets dumped on constantly. Yeah. That she only like 
she doesn't really have like a, a full arc. She just ends up like worrying about this guy who she thinks is on drugs and like is doing God knows what. She doesn't get a resolution on coming home with death. like black eyes and like cuts and stuff. Like, what are you yeah, in a fight club? Death, what is and it? Then, like, <laughs> this guy's still like hanging out and doesn't know if that's the girl that she likes. Like, she, he doesn't fill her out on anything. So, like, she's just like trash. But she's great. Yeah. Just doesn't get a full story. And then last place is the lovely, lovely Marissa Tomei. And no, no disrespect. We love Marissa Tomei. Who doesn't? But she doesn't really strike me as Aunt May. No. <laughs> like, she's at not, all. She's not an aunt. She's definitely an auntie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mommy. And her arc is she finds out in the end of the movie that uh, who Sorry. Spider-Man is, right? So, like, that ends up paying off later. But I think that was a choice because you want to age down Peter, but you don't want to age up Aunt May for that yeah. separation to be too yeah. far so apart. So one goes down. Kind of the... With the yeah. They both go down. And you get to keep her around along. So I'm going to go with uh, Rami first, mm-hmm. Webb second, and then Watts. Watts third. Thank you very yeah, much for that. I agree with you. I agree with you. My last write-in, because I, I won't give all my write-ins, was uh, Best Uncle Ben Death. So it doesn't even happen in Homecoming. Still, they lose this. We they don't lose. even know if he has Uncle Ben, to be honest with you. Never even mentioned. Oh, they do mention like everything she's been through recently. But they don't they name don't why. They don't name who. They leave it open. That's how you leave something open, right? You don't give me a billboard of a man's face who's supposed to be Oscorp and you haven't casted it yet. That doesn't make sense. Don't do that. Say less. Less is more. I kind of like Martin Sheen's struggle. It, they changed the origin of it. Yes. He's just kind of be trying to be a good Samaritan type thing. And he just gets yes. popped. Rather than just and, being in the wrong place at the wrong time, he was actually trying to do something. That's kind of and that that's kind of the funny scene too, like where the the clerk is like, um, just buy your milk, right? Like he's just trying to buy milk. Like you need two more pennies. Like he's a dick. The whole world, like that's a, the worst New York. Everybody's a dick. You yeah. Can't buy milk. The guy, the thief who ultimately kills Uncle Ben, comes in, steals the cash, throws. Gives him the milk. That was a cool. Yeah, that was throws a cool Peter the milk. milk. He's like, yeah, I got my milk. Like, it was weird flex. Like, you came in to get milk. Um, <laughs> That's all you came One jug of milk. I just wanted this milk, right? Like, dude, my day was so rough. I needed this milk. This chocolate milk going to save me. It could have been anything, and they chose milk. That's interesting. That's a, I didn't even notice at the time. It's supposed to be wholesome, I guess. But was, like, it even, was it even chocolate milk? I think it was chocolate. Okay, well, that, that makes a bit more I, sense. I'm giving but... him street cred because I think it was chocolate. But if it was whole milk, even the more later. No. no. Thief steals the register cash, a sixer, and then goes out the side door, crosses the street, and then the grocery clerk comes out and is like, oh, no, help me, help me, save me. And then Peter does his whole, like, well, you didn't help me. I'm not going to help you, right? Off of take a penny, leave a penny. It's not the same sort of gravity as getting shortchanged from Rami out of 3,000 bucks. Yeah. Out of 3,000, he gets 100. It's like, I'm not going to help you. So the motivation for Peter not to help I think is stronger in Raimi's verse, but the changing of the narrative of like Ben was ultimately out on the street that night looking for Peter in the web verse. Like he wouldn't have been out there yeah. if he wasn't looking for at him all. Kind of thing. Yeah, oh, he would have been home safe. I kind of like that spin because he was ducking him the entire night. I also like only that for he, him to hear a bang. Yeah, and I also like that, and I also like that he put himself in that position. In the Raimi one, we don't see him. Like, he just kind of is in the wrong place. Like, he just yep. gets capped for it's his crime. Yeah, it, it's, it's a senseless crime. In the web one, it's kind of like, let me stop this. 
so it's it's almost like leading by example because if Peter had done that, he wouldn't have got popped, right? Like you're saying he, he was out there. Though, he, the reason he was out there was looking for Peter. And because by that point, you've already fallen in love with Sheen. Like Sheen is one of the best characters yeah, in the first great. like thirty minutes, right? Like he's trying, he's he's sharing, he, and then he like he, he cusses out Pete when he doesn't pick up his wife from like from the yeah, and that's like oh yeah, I'm totally on your side, right? So when Peter storms off, smashes the the door window, I was like huh. flexing his powers again. Yep. That shit breaks to pieces. Like, okay. And just leaving an open door in the middle of New York, right? Like, jerk. Absolute jerk, man. That's the wrong door for whatever borough you live in. I don't care if you live in Manhattan on the 12th floor. You're still, <laughs> like, there should be bars or some shit, right? Like, that's not you understanding where you live. But you feel for the whole situation when you get the cap and you're like, oh, no, not this guy, right? Like, I was hoping to, like, not killed me, but like, you're hoping, like, not she, anyone but she. So I give. Web the best Uncle Ben Death. How about the coolest spider bite scene? We only get two. Uncle Ben doesn't have one, so it's yes. last place. Doesn't have one. Again, I gave it to Web. Do you really? I get see, I like the class, I like the classic taking pictures, drops on his hand, bites him. I like that better than the web that one where he's well, kind of like I, I don't get how the museum is doing an exhibit on spiders. Like I get a museum. Oh, you're talking about the setting, it's setting bizarre, yeah. Yeah, the setting to get to the spider bite for me plays full role into it. So what I like that Peter's being a perv and like taking pictures. Like, can I take your picture? Like, that's still like Mary Jane's all for it. And then the web drops. But being in a lab where they're doing um, like bio work and kind of cross, DNA research. It's like, yeah, it's like cross, cross bio. All that makes sense to why spiders would be here. He's smart enough to learn how to get into the secret room. He copies the code. He gets in there. He doesn't know where he is. Doesn't belong in here. Mm-hmm. Under blue light, it drops, bites, and then he holds on to it. I was like, I liked it. Like, it's but it was it was bizarre because it was like he gets a few spiders on him, doesn't mm-hmm. he? And then he kind of knocks it them off. And off. then later on, Another there's one. one that crawls into his neck and bites him. So it wasn't even like an immediate thing. I don't, I don't know. I think I'm just, a little bit of an overkill, but yeah. I like because this, I really like the lab. I love Oscorp. Oscorp is amazing in the webverse. You're you're right. The setting is better. I like that. I think it's just the classic Sim- simplicity of simplicity and the classicism. The classicism. The classic. Just that's how it's supposed to happen. Taking yep. pictures, bite on the hand, spider okay. pisses off. Right. Although, uh, yeah, the setting is. Oh, the museum is doing this thing, and there's genetic yeah. spiders, and this one just yeah. 14. I will also give credit to Remy. They gave us an understanding that Peter's going through something after this bite because he freaks out, falls asleep. Yeah. For Garfield, he just comes home and eats a lot. He just eats a lot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's good. That's a very good point. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm strong now. Woohoo! Um, I'm going to go skateboard. Best first spider scent scene. Homecoming doesn't have one. Last place. Doesn't have spider sense. Spider sense tingling. Um, In. Um, I give it to Raimi because that's when he goes to his locker and Flash is going to come to Flash oh, is going to come to hit him. But then it goes it like locker. it goes like this and it goes it shows the fly shows like the paper airplane. Yeah. Okay. Then it shows the fist. Oh, it slows down time. Yeah. See. That, that was really cool. That was cool. That was really cool. Um, what was it? What was it for Webb? I don't even remember. I think, I think it was the is. I think it was the bully fight. I remember it, I didn't write it down, but it was like. Let me see. I wrote it down, but it, it was something that it was not. You know really... what? That that's last place. If we both watch the movie and still can't remember his first spider tingling. Okay, fair enough. 
Because Holland has a sense of like, um, he has no spider sense, though, right? He has no, no spider sense he... in the second movie. Yeah, you're right. That's why I put it last. If only but... we would do the second movies. We would never just do the second movies the same as this. Then we would have our bases covered. <laughs> All right. You looking at me, look for the words. It doesn't matter. Last category. Let's go to the best. Best Stan Lee cameo. Which are all amazing. They're all great. I personally like Watts is the best. Where he's trying to steal the car. He's like, don't make me come down there, you punk. Like that. And then he starts, hey, and then he flips hey, the script. Majory, how that he, major, how's your mother? That's the <laughs> scene. That's that's the scene for me. Is that when he flips the script and starts hitting on the neighbor? Oh, hey, Marjorie. <laughs> I, need a mother. Yeah. I like that one. Cause in and then I gave the second place to Amazing to Webbs, because that's when he's in the library. And they're fighting behind him. Yeah. He doesn't see the crazy fight that's happening. Really good uh, high school fight, yep. by the way. We didn't do best fight scene. Um, Spider-Man versus the Lizard, number one in the school, is really good. That's a good I fight really scene, yes. Yeah, he's doing a lot that, of... That is a very good set, yeah. He's, he's doing a lot of, like, acrobats around. He's trying to use his web. Not the best quips, but a really good scene. And then the, the first uh, Stanley cameo was before they really knew what it was. It's just him in the Unity Day Parade. Well, he and, saves a girl. He saves a kid, right? Yeah, but it's like just in the Unity Day. It's yeah. called the Unity Day Parade. Like, yeah, I don't know Unity Day. You're right. Uh, the order goes 2017, 2012, and then 2002. But we're always just happy to see the amazing Stanley because without him, we wouldn't have gotten this far. So I love the fact that Raimi kind of helped launch to keep making him a recurring thing, right? I don't yeah. know if at after that movie, they knew they were just going to find a way to keep putting him in, but they did. And I still hope they find a way to keep doing it, right? Yeah. Somehow. So I did keep score. Excuse me. Before, you, you know be- which one's the best one. Is. For four-year additions. And so the, the tally for first place being two points, second place being one point, third place being zero points throughout the all of the, the categories that we had here. Amazing Spider-Man total is nine. Spider-Man Raimi's was 17. Hey. And Homecoming was 19. <laughs> close enough. Very close. Very close. So as far as first movies go, even though it's a cheat code. Super cheat code. Homecoming is the king. Can you watch Homecoming without watching all the other movies? Well, it makes as much mean? sense. If you if you're oh, all the other Marvel movies? Yeah, if you're just walking to Marvel, will you understand it with all the other nods that are going on there? I do think I think you would because it gives you, like you said, it 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 shows like when Ned finds out who he is, he asks them all the hundred own questions, so you kind of get all the answers for those. They do mention that he knows this person and that person, and Tony's obviously in it and stuff like that. But I I don't know. It's hard because I'm not in that situation, so like it's easy for me to be like, yeah, sure you can, but I don't know. I, th- I think it, yeah, I think it'll be fine. It's the best cheat codes. But it's just but, cheat code central, yeah. But at the same time, the villain holds his own. Things yeah. like that hold their own. Like the, yeah. the humor holds its own. That third act is really strong. Very strong, yeah. Especially really yeah, when strong. he loses his suit and then he yeah. kind of... There's no cheat codes there. It's just him becoming him. But Final question. No, no, final question. Why does Ned bring... Uh, his entire Lego Star Destroy to finish at school? Nobody cares. 